thing for a while Been in this thing for a while You don't even know my pain You can't even match my style You don't even know this game Been in this thing for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in this thing for a while Been in this thing for a while Yeah Yeah We were talking about support a few episodes ago. Yeah. Shouts out to Rich. He was uh my guy. Yeah, that's our guy right there, man. He's the honorary third member. Yeah, I ain't know. Uh, might add him on here too. Make the whole group. <laughs> <laughs> we just building this thing, man. This thing is growing crazy. So we you never know what the future of another week of books looks like. But um, Thanks. not just support, but like the this is this is dope to me black men that are listening even if you're not black men men in general women if you happen to just be checking it out too it is fly it's dope to like be into what somebody else is doing now don't get me wrong i'm not saying if it's not dope then you don't have to be but like when somebody's into something and taking the time to check out their stuff and like you don't have to do it and then when they're doing it you're like cheering them on like yo this is fire i like seeing that i i don't think we get that enough yeah, I agree. And I tell you, one of the biggest things that stands out to me, what I've noticed throughout my journey is with with accessibility, sometimes you lose that, I don't want to call it fandom because that's the wrong word. But when people feel like they have access to you, they don't really engage with your talents as much. Yeah. Oh, I know Lou from here, man. I ain't got to listen to the podcast. I, I can call him. You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, man, that's my boy from way back in the day. He know I fuck with him. I don't really just listen to the... Mm, yes. When you that's get so people... True. Yeah, because like we opened the circle up to Rich. We doing the uh, the Good Earners podcast with him. And he didn't buy his time to be like, nah, bro, I, I fuck with y'all. Like, when a nigga tell me, like, oh, man, you the favorite person I listen to on podcasts, it always blows my mind. Me too. Because I don't... I'm not unaccessible, I don't feel like. Like, I feel like I fuck with anybody that, that, that's engaged in this and willing to do it. I try to show love. But some people, when as they growing and as their profile expands, they try to disengage from people because they makes it feel like, oh, they more, more mysterious or people mm -hmm. may fuck with them more on when they post on social media. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Man. Mm -hmm. Everybody that, that listen to this show could have my number and text me. If that was possible, I... I Slickly engaging and all the time, niggas do yeah. get on my nerves sometimes. I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I want to be that type of accessible person. That's the type of accessible platform that I hope that we're building here. Mm -hmm. So, what Rich made me think of the having him on last week and him not being too proud to show his flowers, to, to share flowers and be like, nah, y'all brothers rock. I try yeah. to do that as much as I can. And I appreciate when people do it for me, man. So shout out to Rich. Absolutely. Yeah. We he all he always gonna get big love over here from us black men. Um so I hope y'all enjoyed him last week on the show. Absolutely. Yeah, that was Yeah. Uh before you just bring us in, just a little more on that. Um you're absolutely right on that. Like, because I know you, I don't have to stop and do that. I, I tell you, my family, my intermediate family, like my mom or my, my dad or my sister. They're actually pretty good about that. 
and we've done music together as a collective. Uh, I've done music on a solo. You know, still some stuff. My dad, when I went in town in Indiana, he was like, "What is this?" I didn't get to play at all because we was having conversation. But I was—he heard like a few bars, and he was just like, "What? I never heard this." So it's still that new and this is old yeah. music but he's still impressed he's still fucking with yeah so it's just like yeah. it's just a dope thing that like you know i i can and this is an episode we're gonna have I, I promise you like there's an episode i've been wanting to do we almost did it with rich the episode is like separating the artist from the the individual like this is and i think it's a twofold thing as far as sometimes you need to because of the kind of that moral compass and where they stand on where you you kind of need to like can't you know put it together then sometimes like what we're talking about yeah spike lou my homie yeah he my bro i, be, I grew up with i've been knowing him since ele- elementary and all that but can you separate and say nah set set aside that spike lou on the mic though yeah like i and you really know what i mean people they flowers yeah 100 yeah and really huge. like nah bro outside i fuck with you you're talented at this like yeah. you're good at this you can do this i know for me probably why it means so much i didn't as an only child mom worked as much as she did coming up i didn't have a lot of support for the shit that i did hmm. like you playing football uh nigga after school nigga the little school plays and shit that you do like mm-hmm. nigga when nobody had time to show up to that and i'm not i don't blame my mom for yeah. it at all but i would lie, be lying if you know you said you didn't feel something everybody else look out there and they people out there and, you know you got to ride home with your homeboy because your mom at work Bro. That, that affects you uh-huh. but what i will say everything that i've did like now my mind got time so everything that i've did even with podcast like my first live show was at a club nigga it was a tribute to <laughs> we hosted a tribute to uh Ugy, to pimpsey shout out my guy steve and he's been on the podcast he was a promoter he was in a club and um we interviewed dj c Wiz. this is when we first got it was our first live show my mom came to that nigga out in the crowd and um, I know the first when we did our ten year anniversary down here, small venue. Didn't expect like really a lot of people to show up. My guy Ken from Dead End showed up, and that was someone that I had never met, just had watched online. And you know he came through someone else, but my mom came to that too. And just for her to be sitting there and listening to it, and, and the people that do fuck with it, like regardless of what you got going on, be like I don't know, I'm gonna stop doing it, at least show love. That mean a lot, man, because a lot of people just don't. They don't got it in them to do that. They'll tell you, oh, I fuck with you, but yeah. actually seeing them now, them complimenting your work, mm-hmm. that go a long fucking way, man, as far as keeping creatives going. Because you never know what Bro. they fight with internally. Like, am I yeah. good enough to do this? I yeah. ain't get the numbers that I wanted. I ain't making the money that I want. Bro. Sometimes niggas just love from people that you highly respect can replace those things and keep you motivated to push towards those things. Yeah, absolutely. Like you don't, people don't know, and we'll get into it a little later in the episode. But people don't know how close to the edge you can get in in certain spaces and creating and doing things. Though acknowledgement is very important, and it's not to give us the big head or to make us feel, you know, so dope about ourselves at every moment. Because those that are doing it, they need they need to be complimented too. Somebody in if it ain't us, it's somebody else that needs to do the same for them. This needs to be a regurgitating thing that's constantly happening when we talk about uplifting. But you you spark something for me. Um, when you said like doing them plays and stuff when your parent wasn't there, bro. Yeah, bro. Like you, I literally went back and I remember that feeling. Like I went to my daughter's. It was their end of the year concert, and yeah, and, and so she's walking out, and I'm looking, and I'm looking. I don't see her yet, but I'm. 
Now her school's predominantly white. We're probably talking eighty percent. So it's it's a lot of white parents. You know what I'm saying? So I'm watching her walk out of her class, mostly white little white kids. Nothing wrong with that. Not a problem. She's walking and she's looking around, and I know that feeling. And my wife was like, "Don't forget, don't forget her play, don't forget her play. Make sure you tell your tell your job and stuff." And like, there was a part of me that still was like, because I missed the other one. And she was talking yeah. about like, "Dad, I want y'all to be there," but I kind of, you know, downplayed it. Doing the so, grown up thing. I'm busy. I gotta mm-hmm. do. Yeah, this. I gotta work. Grown yeah. up thing. Yeah, yeah. doing the grown up thing. So I was like, okay, I ain't gonna miss this time. And so she kept reminding myself, okay, I gotta make sure. So I get there and I see her kind of looking around. And ironically enough, I'm in the aisle pointed right next to her and where her her class was. So she seen me and I seen her perk up and I knew how much that meant to be there, especially when it's not a lot of people that look like her in the school. And so, bro, when you talk about that, bro, that that hit a spot for me. I remember being in choir in school and like moments when my mom couldn't be there. Like, you know, I, bro. You remember that? That long, that last, that support, that shit lasts forever, nigga. How it feels, like you said. I remember <laughs> yeah. that perk up feeling you see, because it's very rare that your people in the audience, the very few times that they was there, though, I remember that. Shit. Oh yeah, I remember. It, it meant something. Man, that's crazy. That is, it, it's. You're absolutely right, bro. I totally agree. I think about the scene from, and you can bring us in, but I think about the scene from Jingle All the Way, my favorite Christmas movie. When we do our Christmas Jingle episode, wait, what's that? That's the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's trying to get the Turbo Man doll for his son. And he, oh, yeah. oh, Sinbad was in there. Yeah, that's my favorite. Sinbad was in there. Yeah, I can bro. It. And so, that's but a, like, how much his Christmas. his son didn't feel the support versus the neighbor's son. And he had that dad that was like the dad dad in the neighborhood, yes, you know. So that, that nigga. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So it makes me think about that and the whole skit of his son drinking and you know you know that whole thing. But like, yeah, there's. Yeah, that's definitely. Man. You fuck Christmas people. movies like that? I do, man. I, I want. I, I, I told you, I'm trying to get in that cheesy bag this year, man. The whole the pajamas and the all whole that thing. Shit. Yeah, that's, wrong with that, that's cool stuff right there, man. Yeah, I don't know what my favorite Christmas. Movie. I think what well, you said it was that. Life. Yeah, wonderful. It's easy. Yeah. You said you had never seen that, right? Yeah, I, I meant to get around to it. I think it might have oh, popped up, but can't wait till you watch it. This year, I'm, I'm it's like, on my just list. take it for what it is, though. Like, I, I, I really, I, I think that'll be a movie that you add me just gauging your personality. It'll be something that you fuck with, like a traditional. Like, you'll watch it every year once you watch the first time. It's one of those, and all of those. It's one of those. Facts, one hundred percent. I'm throwing I it sit, in. There, I, I sit down, I sit down and watch it every year. Try to it, 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 it registers with me every time too. Mm. It's, it's truly a classic movie. But we ain't in the Christmas in July yet, man. If you're tuning in, <laughs> we are here. Hot summer, middle of it. This is another week in the books. This is chapter 53. It's not all good. That's what we started with, man. We're going to get deeper into that as we talk and hash through being black men in this world, man. Appreciate all the love. Shout out to Rich on the last episode and everybody that listens. AWITB2022 at Gmail, man. Send us some information. Uh, what you going through? We can add you to the show, read some stuff, get some advice from me and Mo. Shoot that text over. Mm-hmm. You know, send a voice note over. We can add that to the show as well, man. We are accessible. We want to continue to grow this thing. So we want you guys to reach out and become a part of the community and be on the lookout for everything that we're doing. Um, if you're new here, not true here, 
What we do, man, is elevate the conversation for black men. We try to take it to places that we wish everyone else would take it to or have the respect for black men having conversations that we wish everyone else would have. Mm -hmm. That's what we do here. That's what we're all about. That's what the brand is for another week in the books. Mm -hmm. So strap yourself in, man. We got a good one this week. But before we get there, Mo, I couldn't wait to talk to you about this. Because I kind of knew and kind of know what you were going to say, but we're going to try it anyway. Just this week, man, in Congress, nigga that worked for the government was asked the question. They asked him under oath, meaning you can't lie. If you lie, you go to jail. They asked him, they said, man, have in these unidentified flying objects that have been found on Earth, have you ever found non-human remains in these spacecrafts? And are they being stored here in America? And the guy says, yes. So in layman's terms, he confirms that this is secondhand information. He, he has, I've read and learned more about it later. So he has been told about this. He didn't see it firsthand, but he has been told and relayed that information on the oath that there are aliens. There are aliens here. We got them under wrap storage. We did reverse engineering on their spacecrafts and pretty much confirmed what some people already knew some people didn't believe mo does this matter to you at all your laugh tells me everything i need to do a little chuckle <laughs> a little chuckle in the beginning i already know where you going oh man um yeah this was brought up at my job my boss actually Oh, uh, yeah. Why are people talking about this? Oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> it was kind of like I got my one headphone in, kind of minding my business. And they're kind of having a conversation about this stuff. And it's, it's compelling information. I'm like, not really tapped in for real. Mm -hmm. But, and then he says my name. He's like, well, what do you think about it? Do you believe this or not? <laughs> I mean, I was like, you know, it's. Think about what? What do you think about what? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like, <laughs> I, I was just like, more so like, I mean, it's interesting. It's very interesting. You know what I mean? I think that's a very interesting story. And he was like, it'd be confirmed and this and that. They're going to be going through this. So, you know, I, I just was like, it's interesting. Um, now, now that we're here on AWITB, to me, bro, I, I don't believe you. You need more people. I'm, I, 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 wait, I wait. You don't believe it? No. You don't believe it? Why, why would he get up there and lie in front of the people and risk going to jail? Why would that black woman get up there and lie? What black woman? The, the one that we just reviewed. We just found out it was a hoax that, that oh. Rick's already kind of laid out there, but we now we got confirmation. Because people want attention. I'm not saying that's his more his purpose, but here's why it's so challenging for me to believe this. It's so challenging because the advancement of tech that we have, we've seen robots have facial expressions. Mm -hmm. We've seen robots okay. carry guns. We've seen cars drive themselves. We got so much advanced tech right now and stuff that they ain't brought to the masses. We got AI that answers any and everything and does any and everything through a, a press of a button or whatever. I ain't familiar with it, but y'all telling me that there's aliens and all of this now know what it sounds like to me is what y'all have always put in film and the concept of it. You guys are now able to get it off based on the advancement. So for me, no, I don't believe. Oh, it. so you think it's fake? Oh, yeah, and they're gonna be able to create them with AI and Absolutely. all this. Absolutely, you're getting it off, and it's gonna be believable <laughs> if you keep the right mystique. Period. Like I, I just so that's that part. Uh, Interesting. 
what, 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 and then I'll tell you if I think it matters or not. But what, what do you think just off of that? Uh, I believe it. I don't think that just based off shit that I listen to and what I'm into as far as like some Joe Rogan shit that I heard or some random ass podcast. I believe that there's life that exists outside of our universe. Um, I'm not sure the specifics of it or how they got here or get here or why they don't come here. There are theories that I've heard that I believe. Uh, but when they tell me this, I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, it ain't like I, I believe it. All of that shit that's going but that's out there about it, it ain't just out there for no reason. Somebody's seen something. <clears throat> but I'm more focused on the part that you said we'll hold off and we'll get into. Now, people don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> like this, this, like this shit don't like, bro. Maybe pre-COVID, maybe pre-COVID, they could have got this off and it would have been the lead on all news stations. But man, listen, man, the economy is going to shit as far as sky high pricing. Food is higher than than damn near it's been in my well ever bro. in my life. Food oh, is so fucking high bro. right now. Uh, people battling with mortgage and rent things like that, like. The everyday realistic version of what's going on in the world that people can actually see and touch. They're thinking like, man, how in the fuck does this affect me? Like, mm -hmm. are they coming with alien money that's gonna help us pay bills? Mm -hmm. <laughs> is it alien housing out there that's gonna help people <laughs> get houses and shit? Straight because up. if it is, and y'all telling me this, then it's cool. But other than that, I think people are like on edge until the breaking point of man, like. I'm trying to figure it out, bro. I don't give a fuck what y'all got going on as far as no aliens. People look at it. This is like, who? it ain't my problem. Let's stay at, at the front door. And the only thing that's going to cause a real stir or a hamper is like you actually seeing it. Them pulling up and being like, all right, here go our demands. Then people going to be like, oh, shit. Other than that, man, like this shit going to go and come with the wind, bro. Yeah, it's, it's just that weird thing, you know. It's like people want you to care. It's like the whole searching for Titanic thing mm. and then we're at this thing it's like <laughs> bro why are we looking outside of what our real issues are you guys are still to worried about you bullshit with his real problem bro <laughs> y'all are worried about UFOs and black people are still dealing with what we dealing with in this country it's more newsworthy man come on bro what are we talking about like are we talking about aliens bro I'm gonna have to go AI on y'all no, double on time. We talking about aliens. No, we ain't talking about black people and reparations. We ain't talking about uh, police officers that shouldn't be in position to be able to run certain streets because of their racist background. We talking about aliens. We not talking about. I mean, come on, bro. Like, what? What are we and talking? That's how people about? looking at it. Like, well, how does this affect me? I don't give a fuck that he's seen an alien. That's what people are saying. Like, I do not care, bro, if he's seen an alien. Like, well, how does this affect me? And um, I think that's what people are at with it. But I did think it would be interesting to know what you thought about it. It is it is not. Yeah, it's just it's it's just not important to me. Um, it's just not important. That's the other part of the question. But it's it's just not important to me. I'm not saying that danger or anything can't happen. I mean, who knows? I mean, like I said, I, I, I believe in my God, so I that's that's what I go on. So, you know, everybody can go wherever they want to go with it i know where y'all know where i'm going with it so you know at the end of the day it's cool that's interesting et phone home and all that but i'm staying where i'm standing bro. Phone home. crazy <laughs> for real though <laughs> you know yeah i don't think it hit like they wanted it to hit i think that they they gonna have to go back to the bag and find another titanic or some shit yeah, like they that definitely. it's a big distraction it I definitely think. didn't hit like you wanted to hit yeah.
I agree with that. This should have also, been a conspiracy man, theory. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. We're gonna get into our conspiracy theories, man. Mm, yeah. Also, too, before we get into the topic of the week, we had a clip that went viral as well. It was a young man had to strap out, looking, pulling doors, trying to break in someone's home, and he was met by a black man, a homeowner, who came out with his strap as well. And before those, before they had to exchange gunfire or anything of that nature, the, the black man, the homeowner, told the kid, "Let me talk to you." Like we got the clip, we play the clip. What you doing, man? of those people listening via audio which everybody is um you know again i decided to explain to coming in man he he was able to talk to the young man they went inside and talked hope we can get an update from this somewhere via social media as to you know how he played continuously continuously will play a role in that kid's life but mo you sent the response back when i sent this in text said it was powerful said it moves you yeah. tell me a little bit about what what it triggered off for you Bro, man, look, <clears throat> I've been in, I've been in the hood. We both been in the hood. I've been around some thug dudes, some hood dudes. I've been around dudes going through it. You know what I'm saying? And I've always I, I can't tell you like as a young boy, not being able to articulate like I can today. I can't tell you how many times I've always thought, bro, a conversation. If they would just be willing to have a conversation, then maybe they'll feel they got another option. A lot of times us black men that are in that, like he, like he was talking about my little brother, man, like I, we don't even know the story about a little brother. Obviously, there's some struggling, there's some financial issues, some food issues, living arrangement. It's something going on where this young boy had to take control by bringing a firearm. So there's no man in the house, obviously. And if he is around, then he ain't doing his job. But like this grown black man stepping up and saying, hey, bro, this is not the life you want to live. I'm trying to save your life. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not. This is not how it always goes. That black man could have put that shotgun down and still got shot. So it's, this is not how it always goes. But it is a breath of fresh air to see that an OG can get through to a young boy in this generation, bro. Like it, it gave me hope. It, it, it empower, empowered me to not have the mindset that some of us older cats think like, you know what, I, they ain't gonna listen anyway. You know what, man, forget mm. it. They in their own world, man. You know what, forget it. These young boys, you know what, forget it. These kids, these days, it took me out of that for a moment. It's like, you know what, it's still worth a try. Man, that was so powerful to me, bro. 
and even being confidence goes a long way man like I, I feel like a lot of us a lot of black men like struggle with confidence yes so we we try to be a little bit more macho or have a little bit more bravado or think or try to portray or project a false confidence which leads us into trouble confrontational situations things like that mm-hmm. one of the things that stuck out for me in that was the confidence that that man showed in his ability to be able to talk to that kid mm-hmm. a lot of guys like you said older men trying to talk to younger kids they don't have enough confidence to to relay the message that they're trying to get across but he came out there he wasn't yelling he wasn't on no like macho shit it was just I'm an OG, my nigga. I got something that I can tell you that will help you confidently, he said that. Mm-hmm. Not being intimidating, not being demeaning, not any of those things, but just coming from a place of, look, bro, you ought to be able to understand me if, I, if you just let me talk to you. The confidence that it takes for a nigga to be able to say that, the confidence in what you're about to say or what you can provide for this young man in his life, that's what I was impressed the most by. I was so impressed by the young man at least giving him a chance not just shooting not yeah. just being scared as fucking nah yeah. nah whatever running away he gave the man a chance because the man approached him with that confidence he approached him with that confidence of like man I, I have something to say that you're gonna need a lot of people my age the niggas that call themselves OGs older people they don't portray the confidence needed to talk to young niggas like yeah. niggas can smell that shit on you bro yeah you just trying to poke your chest out or you just trying to be impressive just to be impressive and that shit is hollow mm-hmm. when it got a backing behind it and when you got something truly that you can say to niggas man the confidence that's coming out of your voice your words your posture like even if he had approached that nigga wrong he could have got killed yeah. But having enough confidence to walk up on him Like look bro I ain't finna cause you no harm Unless you are trying to cause me harm mm-hmm. <clears throat> A lot of us don't get to that place In life man yeah. And that was just great to see I'm glad it went viral I hope that we get an update on it mm-hmm. It was very impressive for me mm-hmm. Confidence is something that we need to stand on As black men and have it But understanding what it is And not fake confidence Fake moxie yeah. Fake bravado Like yeah. we get a lot of that in our culture yeah. And if we could tone that shit down a little bit And have some true confidence And being knowledgeable In what we're talking about And what we're doing What we're saying Having true depth Because we know what the fuck we're doing And knowing yeah. what I'm telling you Is gonna help you my nigga yeah. If we can have more of that Then we'll see a lot more of that You're right And I think if we All of that confidence And this is a man that embraced where he's at You know We see a lot of older men You're not one of them But I know you've been amongst a crowd of people And you might have been around Some men where you're like You still kind of not embracing where you at As far as your age You know what I mean Your class for real Like you ain't really No I'm definitely not one of them yeah, I know. That's I what I said. But you know, you probably brother. seen dudes. It's like, okay, you still trying yeah. to? It's like, bro, still embrace like they twenty years yeah. old. Yeah, you still talking to like certain still age, doing the wild shit. You, yeah, like, you I, still kind of chicks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got the hoes. Like, bro, you, your whole your whole conversation is the same as I'm. Yo, look at this chick. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, but this this man was a man that like seemed like he embraced he embraces where he's at i know i'm an, I'm an elder statesman i know i'm an og i know where i'm at with it and i think he could read the young man like you look at his demeanor like he don't look like he really want to shoot nobody he wasn't like nah, shaking for some money really yeah he looked for some money he really want to do it he just hoping i could scare whoever this is just by having a gun out he wasn't like in no real two-handed i'm holding the strap up and i will blow your head off you know so i man i not only confidence man but 
we as men we have to understand that these young boys need us man i don't know when we'll all have an opportunity to speak to one of them but we gotta we gotta we gotta embrace that we talked about it a few episodes quite a few episodes ago about this dude i was talking about where he was just going off in the in the you know in the burlington's and i was i, I wish i would have said something that, now maybe that what that's not as big as a, a person having a strap and changing their life but still it's like i gotta get to that place of understanding there's value in what you're saying they may take it they may not but it, it's worth giving them an opportunity to hear you not for your own benefit but for them you know? when you say get to that place what do you think your biggest hurdle is from preventing you from being at that place now like and why do you think you there yet I still struggle with rejection. Um, I'm a lot better. I, I'm not. I'm not all the way chip on my shoulder like I used to be. But I still struggle with a little bit of rejection. You know, it's to to do everything you do and to pretty much have you. You know, what is the the junior soprano line? I, I put my hand out and you slap it away. Like slap it away. You know, so it, that's been a story of my life. Of you know doing the work and stuff like that but i'm getting better and so i know it's perspective and if i can get a hold on the perspective immediately before my mind goes there i won't be able to talk myself out of doing it and that's mostly what happens my perspective will go to you go there they're gonna be looking like nigga who is you like you know and then mm. i'm going now playing the whole thing out and i'm like now look how stupid mm. i look and I'm, I'm better than this you know versus get ahead of that thought and say hey no 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 don't worry about what the outcome is don't worry about if they take it or leave it just do it that if i can get to that place i know yeah. i can i can really make an impact you gotta have some appreciation for doing the right thing yeah and sometimes that don't always mean you're gonna get the result that you want right right like for you just if i could give you a, a word of advice on what i just heard it ain't necessarily that you don't you, like you have the confidence i do this with you've been doing this with you for 53 episodes you do another podcast together you're a confident guy you still though worry sometimes about other people too much and it, re it really ain't got a lot to do with them as much as it do with you that i do what i wanted to do or what i the, the standards that i hold myself to am i holding up to them if people were receptive of it, that's awesome. I'm gonna feel great about that. If people weren't receptive of it, then damn, you know, I don't feel as great about that. But I do know, and what I always can feel good about is that I put my best foot forward and what I'm trying to accomplish in my life. I, I did that. And I ain't saying that from a place of that I've made it to 100% there either, because I know it totally what you're talking about. I'm one of those overthinkers. I get to that too. Okay, like, well, what if this happened? You know, okay, shit, well, never mind. Fuck it. I ain't going to do it. <laughs> nah, nope. I ain't even put myself in that position. But it, it, it ain't, that's a selfish thing. That's yeah. on us more so yeah. than it is people that we, the, the, the responses that we're gauging. Mm -hmm. It ain't necessarily on them to react how we want them to react yeah. as long as we did what we said we were going to do or doing the things that we say we're going to do. As you start doing that more, the better you get at it and the more you're able to get the reactions that you were hoping for. But sometimes you're going to fall flat on your face. And I'm still scared of that. Sometimes it sounds like you're scared of that. Like, yeah. It being completely transparent like that's probably like you said one of the biggest things to me like scared you're gonna fall in your face and motherfucker laugh at what you say or something mm -hmm. of that nature 
Yeah. Even though we talk as much as we do on these <laughs> platforms and these formats, it's still yeah. a fear for someone like us. So for people yeah. listening, thinking, damn, I know what they mean. Yeah. Think about us saying that. Like niggas that talk, me, I talk 20 hours, 30, 40 hours a week straight. <laughs> Not straight, but it yeah. seems like straight sometimes. But yeah, like even people who do this, it's still right there. So what I would say to everybody listening and the people who take something from this show, like just do it. It don't necessarily always matter what the outcome. What matters is, nigga, did I do what I said I was gonna do? Am I being that man that when I woke up and I looked in the mirror this morning, I was like, okay, this the nigga that I wanna be. This the person that I'm striving to be. These are the things that align for me to be that nigga. Mm. Yeah, you're right. You're right, bro. I'm really trying to grow in that. I, I I've grown so much. I just really duck it. You know what I mean? But I, like you said, I'm still on that journey. But I have at least embraced awkwardness, um, embrace uh, uh, discomfort, uh, embrace mm. unfamiliarity. These are hard things to embrace as a grown man, period. As a person, as a human being, it's just it's very hard to embrace. Like, like it's embracing impact. It's very hard when you go into a place where you know discomfort is coming. When you go to a place where you know unfamiliarity is there. You go to a place where awkwardness is there. It's all of the, those things are weird to us. It's 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 against our being, you know what I mean? So but understanding that's part for the course it's just a challenge, you know. Tying it back to my father-in-law situation I know Rich kind of left something there When we had that meeting It didn't go well I think I spoke about it already I'm not going to go all the way into it But like But the fact that we set up a meeting And knowing It was going to be high stakes High tension Uncomfortable Much rather do this over a phone call But going And not in our territory But in their territory And things didn't work out and actually went worse than what I, I was embraced and prepared for. But <laughs> do you blame me for that? Since I told you, no. This was this was before we this was before oh, okay. we start. Uh, this is not. Nah, this was before. Yeah, this was before we podcasted. I think that's funny. But like, yeah. So, but going into that and it happening and it being even worse, but still, I had to put myself in position. All of us to work things out for the greater good to be a real adult to be a real man even in those moments it's easy to be a man when it's time to provide it's easy to be be a man when it's time to protect but how easy is it to be a man when you're you're on the on the outskirts of problem solving it's not your bag this is not your comfort when you gotta be a part of solving the problem when this is not your comfort how well are you doing in that area crazy how oh how much are you willing to fail yeah yeah like how much are you willing to be like damn i got that wrong and bounce back and do that shit again <laughs> that see that's now i'm thing. trying to yeah that's the thing where a lot of, that we struggle with niggas don't want to get shit wrong man and even beyond we, we talk about it a lot in business you got to fail to succeed you got to do these things but just in personal relationships sometimes you have to get it wrong but you got it the only way that you know that you're getting it wrong is if you try yeah a lot of our problems are we too reserved and hold back to try because we don't want to get it wrong mm -hmm. so versus a motherfucker being mad at something i said or taking it the wrong way or me having to explain it more most of us would take the easy way out and be like you know what fuck it. i ain't gonna say nothing and why is that just take it to the grave with me because of what you said like 
we don't want to fail you don't want to relive them conversations in your head over and over especially if you like somebody if it turns out to someone making fun of you or you get the result that you don't want to get then you're like damn i could have did this that way i could have did this that way but the only way that you get past that is if you continuously do it like failure ain't gonna never feel good to you but you will understand how to process it if you try more stuff because you ain't gonna fail at everything that's true. I promise you that I promise you that yeah. Every time you try it You ain't gonna fail So I think a lot of us Get stuck on the I ain't even gonna try it Cause I don't wanna fail I'm comfortable mm. with Not even saying anything That's more comfortable To me Than it is saying something And it be taken the wrong way But you don't get a lot of Progress in that yeah. As a man Yeah The progress comes from Damn That didn't go how I expected to go Now What's my next move What's my pivot how do I make up for that? Or how do I capitalize off that? A lot of us don't push push to that. It's more so I'll fuck it then. Like I let that nigga figure it out in his own. I let it play out how it's, how it's gonna play out. My input doesn't matter that much, but nigga, it does. Yeah. Your input does matter that much. Try it. It does you know? matter that much. It does matter that much, nigga. It's the fear, <laughs> it's the fear of the unknown, bro. It's the classic Thanks. case. That's why niggas lie. Yeah. This is why we lie Because we have no idea Great point Because you don't got no idea How motherfuckers Gonna take the truth So you try to curtail Yes That that, And and I'm gonna tell (laughs) Motherfuckers what they Wanna hear Yeah Because I'm pretty sure How this is gonna go over that's yep, facts. That's, that's, that's a really re- good point, bro. That's that is the reason why niggas lie, bro. That's what I told my wife, bro. When we were boyfriend girlfriend, like she called me liar and everything. You always lying, but I knew why I was lying. I knew I wasn't no liar because my mama used to get on my top about telling stuff all the time because I would be so honest. Like my brother and sister them be like, bro, you you should you supposed to lie. I would Can't tell the truth that, right? because I'm not a liar. <laughs> but the only reason I was yeah. doing that when I was with her because I was trying to control the trying reaction, to impress her, control what she's gonna say. Yeah, manipulative, manipulative yeah. instead of bracing it this is what it is bro i'm man enough to deal with telling you the truth and dealing with the results but and i did that's get to a that big point. step to take that's a big step to take <laughs> it is, is. being like, like you know what i'm gonna be truthful as hell and i'll deal with how you react to it later i don't yeah. really give a fuck about that but i want you to know the truth yeah it's, it's a lot there bro <laughs> like this i've learned that now i don't i don't trip about it now i i just do it and i'm just like look it's it it's okay you're maturing like you're yeah. maturing like at, like we seen in that video you're mm-hmm. maturing in yourself as a man to be like you know what man i ain't got to lie about this shit what, what, what i gotta lie for right. i'm gonna stand on what i believe in yeah. you ain't gotta agree with it and we ain't gotta beef about it we can have a conversation we can come yeah. to a resolution we can agree to disagree whatever it may be but i ain't gotta lie about it and i ain't gotta feel uncomfortable about what i say about it because it's gonna hurt your feelings i'm gonna tell you how i feel mm-hmm. and it's the reason and, and it's like when you when you take your life experiences and keep that in your memory and your stock, it gives you the concept that, you know what? I'm going to be okay. See, before we was at that point, we don't think we're going to be okay. So that again, it goes back to the manipulative, the controlling the narrative, all of these things. So I can be okay with what it's going to be based on how I want it to be. But this going into I it, want the outcome. To be I want here. that. But now it's like I'm a man. I, I'm sure I'm gonna be okay. That man pulled out that shotgun. It could have been any kind of way, but he came in like I, I'm hoping it's gonna be this way. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be okay. When we dealing with controversy, you got to walk away saying I don't care what it's gonna be. I'm gonna be okay. Like if we get that mentality as men with with brothers, with women, with relationships, with our parents, like 
you walk away say look i'm gonna have this conversation but i'm going to be okay brothers we not gonna die after this like that's we got to get that man we're not gonna die after this you know what i'm saying like somebody listening they know what i'm talking about like this is not the end of your world once you embrace how bad this seems or what it's going to be when you finally in, in, engage it you're not going to die after this you'll live and you'll keep pushing bro straight up yeah facts that was good man. yeah man so that leads us into what we're talking about for this episode you yes know, sir growth and everything of that nature i'm gonna let you lead us and, and guide us guide the ship this week Moses. this is more on you mm-hmm. than just me being the host a co-host of this so take it away brother all right so backstory text spike lou our other podcast good earnest reviewing the sopranos that comes out every monday shameless plug uh we are on the finale of that episode but we will be taking three weeks off this is how we do in between seasons because it, we just want to give it the same feel that the show had at the time of its airing date um which is perfectly fine. Um, as of recent, I found myself really being overwhelmed a lot. Um, y'all know me. For those that have been listening, I, I I try to make myself as transparent as I can be on this show. And the reason I do that is because... I want you guys to feel like like Spike was talking earlier that I can be reached. I want y'all to listen to us and be like, I remember when he spoke about them having uh, being pregnant. I remember he spoke about the father-in-law situation. I remember when he spoke about losing his job. I want those references so that when this thing grows, I grow, Spike grows, y'all grow. Tech Spike Lou just told him like, hey, look, you know, I, bro, I, I need this time off. And I need it because I'm I'm doing a lot of things. I've spoke about it before, but just in case somebody's new and they're not that familiar on how the things work here. Me and Spike are busy, but we're busy in different areas. Spike Lou, when we get to the end of the show, he runs down all of the shows that he's involved in. So that's a part of his his busy, but he has other busy off air that's not podcast related. As well as I. But when it comes to the podcast space. My challenge is having to like mix it, master, you know, come up with themes each week. But you know what the hardest part of it is, to be honest, and we'll roll into it. The hardest part has been the emotional release because you would think, and we'll get into it, Spike, and you can just chime in when you feel. You would think by having these episodes and and, and releasing kind of almost in a way, and maybe you can relate to this because you're in therapy. Do you ever feel like when you're ha- you've released and you've come on a, a like a breakthrough in regards to just revealing information to your therapist, talking through something, and you feel the like weight off of it, like man, that was a lot. But then there's that other feeling where it's like, man, that was a lot. And you're kind of still carrying this thing a few days. And it's like, man, I am trying to really process. This is a lot. Have you ever felt that feeling? Yes. Sometimes. um, 
sometimes talking through stuff helps you think about well it 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 makes you think about stuff that you hadn't really considered that's one of the best parts of therapy and it spills over into this show like you and i have these conversations and sometimes it is like therapy i know i've come to some realizations on this show that if i had not been speaking aloud and talking to you and you asking me questions about them that i maybe wouldn't have gotten there that's the beautiful thing about this show mm-hmm. so with that relief like you said when you do get to those points where you're like damn i never knew that about myself mm-hmm. now there's no lights on there's no microphone in front of my face there's no therapist in front of me how do i deal with the person in the mirror now that i know that this is what was causing that mm-hmm. and sometimes that's a burden in the sense of you're thinking we think as men because this is our nature I I don't like that. I don't like how it came out. I don't like how I sounded. I don't like how I think about that. How do I fix it? That's I think one of the things that you were talking about when you like I just need them. I ain't trying to come in here every week figure this shit out about myself and be like, "Well, damn. I thought I was winning when I'm still battling <laughs> these demons that I yeah, I'm saying shit that I thought that I put behind me or shit I thought that I had overcome or that I was a bigger person than now. But you say some stuff, some conversations go a certain way and you're like, "Well, shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that about myself." Now, on top of like we talked about with the aliens, on top of fucking mortgage <laughs> and kids and all of this bullshit, there's this new thing in my head where I'm like, "Well, damn, man, I don't want to be that dude." I don't want to look at stuff this way or be pessimistic or not have these type of things in my arsenal to be a better man. And I know that I'm lacking it because of the conversation that I'm just having. But how do I fix it? What do I do to improve it? And those answers, I mean, the answers to those things come with more research. Now, on top of everything that I do, on top of being busy, on top of feeling overwhelmed, I've now dealt with this this hand of okay now what about the embitterment part of it because if i reach these goals and these things that i'm trying to attain in my life if i'm truly trying to get there there's a man that i want to be when i make it to that place so not only can i do the things in podcasting or financially that make me the patient person that i want to be i also if i'm being true to my word mm-hmm. true to the people that fuck with me that i talk to that listen to me that take any interest in what i say i have to continuously grow and make those things that i feel like are wrong or incomplete or have gone wrong in me i have to make those things better and like you said that shit sometimes can be like god damn something else that can feel like pressure within itself so i totally get what you're saying is that what you meant? Let me, let me yeah, make no, sure. you hit it right on the nose. Okay. And and to just to put a little 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 just a little asterisk on the end of it. And then you gotta come up with another theme and do this again next week. <laughs> yeah, and then we're doing it again next week. It's it's that J. What Cole, else is there? Let's keep digging. Bro, that's keep what up. Digging. So it's all of these open holes of emptiness that you're trying to work through. And I'm a person like I, I take things serious and I don't mean like overly serious like crazy but I take it serious enough where it's like bro that's not play about certain things you know what I'm saying because it's like 
I, I really I wish we lived in a world full of positivity. Like I'm not pessimistic by choice or trying to be pessimistic. I don't even think I'm pessimistic. I think I'm somewhere in the middle, but I'm not trying to be pessimistic. But every time I try to be positive, things keep occurring that push and make you not positive. Look, look, look at this, bro. I'm I'm gonna share this a sidebar. Here's what I realized. I'm trying to do this real quick because I want to stay on on pre on where we at. When society in this country, when positivity and good stopped being profitable and evil and negativity started to be profitable, everything got on that agenda. And that's where we at. Well, yeah, like every as far as because from a capitalistic standpoint, negative negativity is selling more than positivity. So now everything's on that wavelength. Oh, if you watch this show, you'll like this show. Now everything got that dark turn on it. Music got a darker turn on it. You know, everything. You can watch a child show and it might have a little a child movie and it might have a little bit of a darker turn because now it's profitable more than positivity. So I realized everything has took a turn. That's why we reminisce and we uh, love nostalgia because it, at that point, the good. profitability was in good and that's why you had those Saturday night specials. Here's the message. If anybody's having trouble, call such because it was profit. Now it's not profitable now. Nobody wants to watch that. Now they call it corny. Now they call it cheesy. Now they like this is realistic when bad things happen all the time. And negative. So that's just a little side tangent. I came to this revelation recently. Now back to what I'm saying. Yeah, bro, you hit it on the nose. It, it's a lot to take in and not to just do this but leave off air and you know just making sure my wife's good early pregnancy stage is two months in my daughter's about to begin school so it's a lot like it's no all podcasters got stuff going on outside of podcast unless that's their profession but even then they still do so for me it's an app i i realize i said you know what i i think i'm gonna fully step back for two to three weeks depending whatever it is to really not only give myself a mental break but also refresh myself bro and that that kind of leads me into because i need this like i I, the way i felt what's today the way i felt tuesday when i when i hit you up the way i felt i was i was heavy I don't know if you made you've had you said you spoke about this on you was not in a good space one time on on deck and you still podcast through it but you know like you have these moments where you just mentally are heavy and it's like man and I still gotta I'm still committed and I gotta do this and sometimes some days you just heavy on the world and its problems or the world and things going on and then the things you are concerned about what you're trying to do it's it's heavy at moments um, but I wanted to ask, man, talking about heaviness, talk about mental break. We live in an era that does not promote rest. How do you feel about that? And how do you engage? Let me and let me just and I'm, I'm about to shut up. But how do you how do you feel? Do you feel that it's true? And then also, do you feel it's necessary or and do you have a hard time with that? A couple of do I have a hard time with rest? What are you saying? Yes. Um. Yes, because like you said, man, this society doesn't promote it. It's not cool to be like shit. I ain't doing nothing. 
I'm chilling. I'm chilling right now. <laughs> like niggas don't tell you that. Niggas, I'm grinding. I'm working. I'm doing this, that, and the third. And to take it all the way back, I always mention my upbringing here because it, it had a lot to do with how I am as a person now. I had perfect attendance in school through, I want to say the ninth grade. At least, at least maybe the 10th. And I got that from my mom. My mom got up and went to work every day. I can't, I can't remember. I can, I can, if I do remember, I can count on three fingers, like how many times my mom called out sick. Like I, I, I just, I literally just do not remember it. And I may be fantasizing it now that I've gotten older or romanticizing it because, you know, my mom is one of my heroes in my life. But I just don't remember her ever taking a break like what you said. Just taking a day off, stopping the running around, stopping the I gotta be this place at this time. Like my mom did that my whole childhood, nigga. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, to translate from that, I'm like that as well. I don't lay in the bed past a certain time, even on the weekends. Someone asked me, Are you doing something? Like, yeah. I'm always there's always something that I'm doing in effort not to appear lazy because in the household that I grew up in like you had to be doing something are you just playing video games nigga like is that that, that's all like you ain't got no homework to do you ain't got nothing else to do like I just grew up in that type of environment that type of household so for me it's older being an adult it is hard to be like man you know what let me just take a break and say i'm not doing nothing right now and sometimes i overly appreciate it sometimes i want to do it too much and just be like nah i ain't doing nothing i ain't answering i'm just watching tv nigga like i'm just watching my favorite show leave me alone i don't want to hear it i don't want to talk about it don't text me don't call me that's it Sometimes I do want to just do those things, but I wasn't raised in a household where that was cool. So to answer your question, yes, absolutely. I think that it's promoted in how we live today that you should be hustling bustle. If you ain't just got a job, you got a side hustle. You got two, three, four, five things that you're doing. I got all of this going on. Like I got motion. All of these things that the kids use or the people use nowadays to show that I'm not lazy. And sometimes that gets that that gets in the way of no my nigga you need to sit your ass down somewhere so you can be more effective so you're not tired so you don't fizz out at some point so to answer your question yeah I have a hard time with sometimes just being like nah I'm resting but what I have learned to do I think that to get into what I have learned to do, I will preface it by saying this. I think that this is different for you and I. I have the luxury of being like just maybe more so an on-air talent. Yeah, you the rapper. I lean, yeah. I lean on my <laughs> talents. To, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. But I, I think I'm good at it. Tell me no, if I'm yeah, wrong. No, no you're good though. Well. No, you a rapper. Yeah, like, you do a lot of features. So yeah, even with on deck, like I leave the technical shit to Adam Brown. Here, I leave the technical shit to y'all. So I can't, I don't get that, oh, I'm tired of doing the technical stuff because I don't do it to my credit or discredit. So that part of it is different for me as to where this is one of the things that is rest for me with 
my day job and the things that I just do consistently trying to figure out throughout the day, this is a time where I don't have to be as strategic. I can be more open. Mm -hmm. This is almost like rest for me. Mm -hmm. This is like the barbershop. This is like sitting here. We talking, we chilling. I'm not really worried about how many people are listening or what we're trying to accomplish or what are the goals as I am with everything else in my life. Mm -hmm. I've learned to when I get to podcasting, this is your break. This is when you really get to be Spike Lou. This is when you really get to be in your bag, say what you're thinking, say it with confidence, not worry about all the other bullshit that's going through or maybe going on in your life. So I don't really understand it when you say tired of it. And I'm not saying that to say that you're wrong or anything or judgmental about it. Yeah. I just don't have the same experience because this is one of those things for me that I use as a release more so than looking at it like work. Same thing with golf. That's why I picked up golf. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where you just out there and you're doing it. And in order to be effective or good at it, I have to have my mind focused on doing that. Mm -hmm. So I can't be worried about all the other shit. That's what helps me enjoy it. That's what helps me get a break. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, absolutely, I get bogged down. I get overwhelmed with all the stuff that I try to maintain or I'm trying to do or build. But one of the best things for me is that I do have my releases. I know the things that I can do that are going to put my mind at ease. And I'll be like, ah. I ain't got to be impressing nobody. I can just be cool. I can kick my feet up. I can be me. People are going to like it. They're going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it most importantly. And that's the thing that I could do to kind of unplug for two hours if it's doing this, for four hours if it's doing golf. So that was going to be my question to you and wondering and trying to gauge where you were on. Like, what does Mo do? to unplug to disengage what do you really enjoy july whatever date this is 2023 what can you honestly say to man i enjoy doing this and when i'm doing this i'm not thinking about all the other shit that bogs me down because that's what helps me with it yeah having those things that i genuinely enjoy that i genuinely want to be good at that i genuinely see myself being successful at Having those things in my back pocket to be like, you know what, I'm going to check out for a minute. I'm going to go play golf. I'm going to check out for a minute. I'm going to do two hours of podcasts and the content, and that's going to recharge my battery. What is that for you? Well, here, well, before I talk about like kind of where the release is or, or what or whatnot. Uh, Did I answer your question? Was that right? Yeah, yes. Yes. You, you, yeah. Your upbringing kind of uh, showcase where that is. I this okay so you said this to you this is the rest to you this you know yes this to is me this is the part-time job the fun that like the part-time job like when we were young in high school that you really enjoy seeing people when you get to the job you know I used to hang you'd be like man we ain't we BSing like a mug we ain't really but I'm I, I can't wait to see my homeboy like we you know that part-time gig where he's like yo this is cool I love this but it's still work so for me it's it it, it it is that because of you know like i said metaphorically speaking like you're the rapper so you you do the features but for me i'm the producer and the rapper <laughs> so it's like i gotta 
You know what I mean? I was thinking more Kanye. You know what I mean? But uh, but who's counting? You know what I'm no saying? <laughs> nah, Wait, seriously. Do your thing, black man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking more Kanye. Nah, but seriously, man. Uh, so it's and then also, I think the difference between us two, like, um, I think that. You are such a professional. You've been doing this for so long. You you have an art of kind of what you're willing to to reveal and what not to reveal. I think for me, I kind of have everything on the sleeve. So it's a little I think that's a little different too. Um so it's like, you know, kind of putting everything there as far as, you know, not everything, but like try to give good certain personal seeds. There and that that ways like we just talked about. With yeah, the I commend you for that. You're the reason that this show is so personable and that it works. Because you're way more, <laughs> you're way more <laughs> in your bag than I am. But I just feel like, and it ain't because I'm trying to hide anything. No, I, no, just I know that. Like I know my that. shit is that. I don't feel like it's that interesting. Like you got See, way but, more but interesting we, that, but, life than I do. <laughs> I, I would. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Not recently. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm just saying, like, you got a new job, you got a baby on the way, you house shopping, like those are exciting events to like, even if it's draining, like that's a part of the human experience. But how do, I ain't but, going through none of that right now. But but how, but that's your gauge on it. How how would I have a gauge? You know what I mean? Like how would on me? Yeah, like what, what if I say, say yo, what you're doing is exciting, bro. What else you doing? What 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 was that? Like yo, so how to go at the job? Y'all had this meeting. What you know what I mean? Like. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a, I can't, and not me personally, let's just say the listener. Like, I, if I'm a listener, I want to get a gauge. I think Spike Lou is very interesting, and mm-hmm. I lean more towards Spike Lou perspective. I'm trying to understand. I, I like where he's coming from. I feel like I resonate with him a little more than Mo. I'm trying to see what he got going on. So, you know, you never know. You might say it's not interesting. Like we talked about with the young boy and the, the, the grown black man. Like, but somebody else might be like, yo. He's saying that, that. Yeah. you know, so you never know. But set yeah, aside, somebody might say, I needed that. Yeah, so you never know. I, I, I would be, you know, I probably would be a lot more interested than you think I would, for sure. But set aside that, um, uh, my release is this. This is my fun. I, I told my wife this. Like, I, part time job, the part time job part of it is just kind of the, you know, the, the stuff that's not that fun. It's not that fun. It's not fun editing. It's not fun doing graphics. It's not fun uploading. Those things are not fun. Like, you know, it look glamorous and fly when you put this joint on YouTube, but it's not fun. <laughs> and that's okay. It's not every, every part of it doesn't have to be fun. But like when we get on air, that is fun. You know, it is fun to do this. Good earners, good earners really holds a special spot for me because now I get the luxury you get with on deck where on deck you it's already the it's laid out for you all you got to do is show up and put your sauce on it you know what i mean so that's what good earners is for me we the, the it's established but when we come in here every week we are creating from scratch and that is a challenge sometimes to create personable content week after week no with no like oh we always go here with it no this is this is a challenge so would you say the biggest challenge is you feeling like that you have to meet people's expectations now that you're getting feedback 
Now that you get niggas like Troll that hit you up or Rich or one of our many fans out there that say, man, this is great. I love the lane that you in. Like I got several homeboys that hit me up like, man, this is my favorite podcast now. Yeah. Is the challenge, yeah. That's is the good. challenge with you holding up that or is the challenge continuously coming up with more material? What would you say? The continuous, the, the coming, continuously coming, coming up, up with more material. So you feel like it, the bar that you've set, you can meet that. It's just continuously rolling out the product. Yes. That's the problem. Thinking, well, what am I going to talk about this week? Well, what will people want to hear this week? That's it. it. It's it's a combination. I think that I don't, you know how you said you don't have a gauge of like your public persona. And to like that airport situation where you're like, oh, niggas really like, they rocking. Like, I, I didn't know people was... I don't have I'm in that same space Like I don't know how much people rock with it I mean you got a few like you get your Ricks you get your Dro uh, you know what I mean you get your Jeffs you know but that's three four maybe five out of the however many listeners that's a very small percentage of um, reaction to what we're doing as far as being vocal so I don't have a gauge necessarily to say oh I gotta meet the bar um, and somebody recently I, uh, uh, what's his name I can't remember his name, but he know who he is that's listening. But he he liked the episode that we did. He I, I think he really likes the vulnerable stuff. But like, but I don't I don't look at it like I have to meet a bar every week. I'm more so like I said, just like I have to get in a space where what are because I take it so serious. Like, what is a conversation that black men need to have? That's why for me, bro, and I'll be transparent, and we'll get to whatever we get or we want. But we're having a real real in real time conversation. I look at this platform as it may blow or it may not blow. And the reason I, I came to this realization is because I under I, I changed my perspective on what the responsibility of this is. We came into this. Yes, we came into this to build chemistry. And in the meantime, while building chemistry, let's have conversations that black men are not having that maybe somebody can hear and it may benefit them. So I realized that while we're doing something dope the audience of being we literally narrowed it down to black men i understand that possibility so i'm not tripping as much about if it's going to go or it's not i more so now want to make sure i'm having the important conversations because those few that we do have i want to make sure that they're taking stuff away and like man i need to creating application in their life that's kind of more so what I'm looking at now. So that is the challenge more than anything than a bar or anything like that for me. Creating application, what do you mean when you say that? Well, you hear something and you you take it away and you want to apply it. You want to find a way to apply it in your life. You're like, man, Spike okay. says so you're something. you're saying on a week-to-week basis, based off the feedback that you've heard, you want to continuously provide that type of impact to people like you feel like that it's a it's a thing like yeah it's a re- good word it's a responsibility we're like okay we've set this precedent now every week i need to be able to provide that impact based off the topic that we present i need to be able to make sure spike get in his bag or mm-hmm. i get in my bag i'm able to ask the right questions have the right answers those things and 
is that a you're saying that's a lot of weight yeah yep okay that makes yep. sense um and even pondered over the possibility because of the weight and these just i'm letting y'all into the mind of mo even contemplating the possibility because of how heavy it is kind of saying well maybe we should just have these conversations and have bullet points to where they can go because me and you've had dope conversations off air uh you know that probably could have been recorded or, or or whatever like and i'm like maybe those could be the things just because of the weight of it i don't know what the future holds but it's just i just wanted to paint and i'm glad you're picking up on it i just wanted to paint the picture on when you talk about producing i want to paint the picture for those that are listening because of what the next few weeks are going to look like understand the challenge of it like spike make this look good Mo make this look good Rich over in uh, Culture Garden And what they do They make it look good But there is a lot That goes on When you're not on air And so it, it, it's real work It's not like Spike said in earlier episodes It's not two niggas Picking up a mic It's real work That goes into Making a product This way So it It does think, Require mental breaks of time What was you gonna say Thanks You spoke to it It's real work It's not just two niggas Picking up a microphone Merch idea uh, <laughs> because what separates us, if I am to toot my own horn, we can't lean on, oh, what are they talking about on Twitter this week? Come on. Like, it, it can't be, would you take a chick out on a $200 date? Bruh. Or should y'all split the bills? Bruh. Like, it can't be that conversation. One, because you and I are above that. <laughs> And two, because the people who listen to us expect more out of us than that. Mm-hmm. Like the niggas that listen to us aren't niggas that strolling up and down on Twitter all day and wishing to have or listening to two niggas that they fuck would have a comment on some shit that they seen on Twitter all day. Yeah. That's the beauty of this show. And it speaks to what you're saying about the heaviness of getting prepared for it. Mm-hmm. It ain't just about some fly by night flash in the pan shit that you see on social media it's actual engagement with somebody who you have a a vested interest in Mm -hmm. like you and i didn't know each other when we started this but now i can't speak for you but i have a vested interest in your success like i want you to be successful in this Mm -hmm. and i i would assume you like you said same for me absolutely so it's not just two niggas oh what do we do to make the podcast better it's two niggas that are thinking okay like all right, if me and Mo have this conversation, what is Jeff going to think? Mm-hmm. What is Dro going to think? Mm-hmm. What is Rich going to think? And I'm just naming people that yeah. we know yeah. that listen to this. People who I know who their characters, what, like what it is, well, what they expect, exact, what they expect from a platform like this that we've created. So I do get what you're saying when you talk about the pressures of it. It ain't just because... It's not like we're doing what everybody else is doing. <laughs> yeah. Again, this ain't just toot our own horn. It's just to say that. Put it in perspective. There's a lot more mental capacity that's required to do this because we're not doing this off the back of we think this is going to be a popular conversation. Yeah. It's almost like underground rap. Really? Well, like the niggas, like the rapidy rap niggas that I don't listen to, the Talib Kwalees and most of like the niggas that rap because hey, I'm cold at this. Yeah. I really do this shit. I ain't trying to make a hot single. I ain't trying to make a hot album. I really have some shit to say about the stuff that we're talking about. 
so i do respect like what you're saying is the producer being like i want to create that dope ass track for us to speak over this week mm-hmm. not only for spike lou to flourish but for mm-hmm. me to flourish but for the niggas that listen to us to go to this and be like nah this 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 is what i was expecting on what friday is that when it's come out yeah, friday, it's friday absolutely yeah, friday you say everybody's like this in a minute so and y'all ain't had fridays as good since fridays i, forgot. I almost <laughs> forgot when it came out but no i say that to say yeah. that's what goes into this and i think the people who get it get it and that's the reason that they respond the way to it that they do that's the reason a rich a nigga like rich don't be like he's not apprehensive to be like oh, i'll fuck with this mm-hmm. or for jeff to reach out to me and be like no you talked to me about this Lou. you said that you wanted to do this and this is it playing out i'm glad you met mo or for tro to send me a text message and be like bro like i love you my nigga tight. like not, not on no other shit That's but tight. just you taking time out to do like not a tv review not talk about hip-hop not talk about some facetious ass relationship shit that you see on social media but actually taking the time out to have a conversation with another black man and be like hey man these are some of the things that we experience in our life and us having a conversation about this i hope it triggers with you and we can continue to have further conversation there's a weight that comes with that yeah there are yeah. things that go with that so i i totally get what you're saying and and i hope the people who listen to this and that love this they understand that too it's not the same thing that you're listening to when you listen to yeah. other shit who just this isn't just content yes like even if this is successful as you put it or not successful i can deem it successful already being i didn't know you when we started this you didn't know me we didn't know it would be 53 episodes but here we are yeah talking about a three-week break because it's overwhelming i'm doing too much right now yeah. And I'm not going to try to push through it. I'm going to let you know because of all the conversations that we've had. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking for you, not me. Yeah. And correct me anywhere I'm wrong. I'm letting you know out of all the conversations that we had and the person that I've grown to know you to be that this is the place where that is accepted. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to tell a lie and say, I got to do this. I ain't got to do that. And all I can say is like, look, bro. I need a break and on top of that we can come and talk about it this week make sense of it make people understand it so the next three weeks they're not like well where's Mo I hope you're like nah Mm -hmm. you get what's going on yeah yeah, big facts and I want to and I wanted to speak to you hit it on the nose black men we don't we don't tell each other we not good I just had a and not just black men let me, let me preface this. That's me, a man me, thing in general. That's a man thing in general. So if that's we have, if it, yo, outside of Dan, <laughs> if we have any white, what do you mean outside of Dan? Outside Wait, of Dan, Dan's our guy. <laughs> so if we have any white male listeners, any of them, yo, just hit us up on Instagram. Good earner. No, I'm sorry, not good earner. An, another week in the books. No spaces. DM us there if y'all ain't on social media. Email us awitb2022 at gmail.com. I just say what's up. I am very interested because I, I want to make sure I understand our demographic. So if you are a now, if you are a woman listener, you absolutely 
kid or something. Exist. <laughs> it might be one. It might be one or two. It might be one. I love hearing from black men. Like somebody might be like, I like hearing from men, and even more specifically, these black men or just men in general. Now, to say that, I say what we don't do as men, no color boundary. We don't say when we're not good. And you're right when you say you felt. Yeah, we born like that. What what did they tell you from the very beginning? And I, I, I'll use this. You're talking about that that, that, that boys don't cry, or you talking about that thing that, dust, that boys don't cry. Brush yourself off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, dust the dirt off and get back to it. Mm-hmm. I remember, nigga, I was seven years old hearing that at football practice. It's all right. Just rub a little dirt on it. Get back to it. Yeah. Oh, nigga, that shit hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're right. I mean, and it's like that stuff still works because you do need that so you don't be overly sensitive as what we're seeing in these days of times. But there's still a balance, like having that dust yourself off and then also like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let me give you a second. I'll give you about five minutes over here. Just, you know, have a moment. So I think that like this moment's having, you know, three weeks off. I think that it's, it's not a, oh, I'm just, you know, chilling, having a vacay. It's like I'm, I'm telling my partner here, like, yo. I'm not good charge. right now I, And I'm not bad in a negative space Or like bro if I don't stop I don't know but I'm at a space where it's like Okay I, I am mentally Overloaded where even my wife is Asking me and she's pregnant Are you good Often you know what I mean And so <laughs> No Being able <laughs> you know to say that like, yeah, Being able to say that like that Bro it takes a lot to tell a nigga like bro I need a minute yeah. Like think about how many times you've ever said that in your life, bro. Like for someone to be like, "Are you good?" and your natural reaction, "I'm I'm good. I'm alright, bro. I'm alright." But there's a lot of times in my life when a nigga asked me, "Was you good?" when I should have been like, "Nah, give me a minute, bro. Let me figure some shit out." Mm-hmm. But thinking back to like what you're saying and thinking of the responsibilities and the things that people expect out of you, what you're supposed to be as a man, a lot of times you don't understand that sometimes you need to be like, nah, bro, just give me a second. And that don't make you any less of a person or a man. Like I ain't quitting. I'm not backing out of anything. Mm -hmm. I just need a minute. And that's natural. Yeah. But we're taught that it's not. We taught that it's like, nah, bro, like keep keep grind grind don't stop no sleep yeah, can't no, stop no sleep 24 7 yeah do it 25, all 25 8 i need one minute let me sit down for a minute let me gather myself and that's one of the reasons that a lot of it is i won't say a lot that's one of the reasons that sometimes or one of the biggest detriments to black men is bad decision making and you get into bad decision making when you are fatigued, when you don't take a moment for yourself, when you can't, when you feel like you can't sit down and be like, no, mm-hmm. give me 10 minutes so I won't ruin 10 years. Let me take one minute to think about this. Even going all the way back to the beginning of the show, when you talk about the black man and, 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 and the, the, the kid that tried to break into his house. Let me give this man 10 minutes so I won't ruin the next 10 to 20 years of my life. Mm. Give me a minute. That ought to be the theme of this show. Just Mm. give me one minute. It should be safe for us to be like that. We should be accepting of that and we should be proud of it when we're able to ask for that. I'm working hard enough. I'm doing enough stuff. 
taking care of my family, making sure I'm there for my friends, being a provider, being that person to where when I ask for a minute, people should respect it and not look at me any different. Not look down on me because I ain't trying to grind 24-7. Not look down on me because I ain't team no sleep. Not look down on me for any of that when I be like, nah, bro, I'm a little overwhelmed right now. Mm-hmm. Give me just two, three minutes a day, a week, two weeks. Let me figure some shit out because I want to put the best version of me on the table. We ain't comfortable enough in ourselves to do that enough. To take breaks, to take rest. I ain't talking about a vacation mm-hmm. or nothing like that. I'm just talking about a minute, yeah. even in a day. When you like, bro, it's a lot going on. Check just out give for me a, a second, bro. Yeah, just give me one second, bro. That's hard for men to do because we feel like you got to continuously press, continuously be like, go, 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 go. I got to make that money. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to set an impression. People got to like me. People got to this, that, the third. This person don't like me. Let me change his mind. Nah. Just give me a fucking minute to come up with a game plan to figure some shit out. You should be comfortable in asking you that. And that's the reason when you sent me the text that I responded the way I did. Is there any way that I, anything that I could do for you, brother, I got you. I'm going to keep it going because I don't need a break. But anything that I could do, mm-hmm. let me know. Take your minute. Like that, 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 you should have people in your life that are able yes. to tell you that. Yeah. They're able to be like, nah, I got this, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Like people that you can lean on. We don't like leaning on people we as black like men because we think it makes us feel bro. like weak. Exactly. Man. There should be people that you can lean on and be like, hey, bro, I can't do this right now. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. It's hard for us to ask those questions and do those things. We don't like to look weak. We don't nah, like to. You don't like to look weak. We look weak if we ask. We asking you, can you can you drive the bus, bro? Can you can right. you take the load right now? Can you push us forward right now? We don't what like that to. That leads to is bad decision making. Bad decision. I'm gonna drive the car anyway when I'm drunk. Yep. I'm gonna do this anyway yep. when I ain't supposed to do it. Yep. I'm making bad decisions because I don't want to look weak amongst the people. I don't want to look who weak. I feel like I need to be strong in front of. Who I feel like I can't. Let down and be vulnerable enough to be like, nah, I ain't got this, bro. I I do not have this. I need all the fucking help that I could get. And how often have you said that in your life? Like, bro, I need I need help. I can't remember one fucking time that I've said that. Those words saying And I ain't proud of it. I'm not proud of it at all. I'm just saying it in the midst is coming out in the conversation like what we talked about earlier. Yeah. I can't remember one or two times where I've been like, hey bro, man, can you help me? Cause we don't want to look weak That's crazy bro I'm processing this in real time Yeah absolutely We both are This is a conversation that we're both having About doing this in real time That people who listen to this will appreciate And they'll be like ah damn So the next three weeks when Rich is on here Or whoever's on here and we're doing it It (laughs) won't be like ah man what's the It won't be no conspiracy theories Yo yo what happened between them two Like y'all not real listeners If y'all didn't listen to this episode I just just needed a break And I had I'm not trying to toot my own horn Like I needed a break and I had someone beside me Who was like nah you can do that That's cool Exactly. Absolutely bro take as much time Let me ask you yeah. When the last time have you said that to somebody else? I can't remember ever saying that, bro. Because that's you, one of the things while that I'm, I'm doing with. this, you being yeah, that's one my, of the, my elder. Uh, yeah. That concerns me mm-hmm. because of your upbringing, 
because of how hard you really going. <laughs> so it concerns me with you. I, and I, I promise you, I think about this because you go hard and, and you, you you work hard in this podcast space. And that concerns me. I'm not saying drop whatever, but I it concerns me with you as well. And I know because we want the dream so bad. You know, you hear that cliche. Why are you sleeping? Another nigga is working hard. You had opportunity while you was doing this. They was. We hear that all the time. But that concerns me with you. But you know your bandwidth. And, you know, I did this. That's before. one of my fears. That's one of my fears. Though. That's one of my fears. Is what? Is nigga, look at people looking at me, hearing what I want from this, and them being able to say, you're not working hard enough to get it. Well, who are, like, who, one, of my, who are one of my biggest fears, I don't know. I can't answer that. That's a good question. But one of my biggest fears is a nigga being like, well, if you want to be like Charlemagne or Joe Budden or Bill Simmons or Joe Rogan or Bomani Jones, then what are you doing to get there? Like, I see all the stuff that you're doing, but what else? What else? What else are you doing? How much more are you adding to it? That's one of my biggest fears is someone. I won't say biggest fears. I won't put it that way. But that's one of the critiques that I'm sensitive to. I'm, I'm very sensitive to the critique of, oh, you're not doing enough to get to where you want to be in this. But, but that's a and that's a great. I can totally see that. But do you think that everybody's journey to success is different? Facts. And understanding that you've been in the game already for ten plus. Yep. Um, you're gonna. It's I I feel like it's one of those things. If I've been doing this for 10 years and if I need a mental break, trust me when I tell you, out of the 10 years I've done, if I need three weeks and I'm Spike Lou, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just put, you know, so I'm filling the blank kind of. Like, it's like if I need two weeks, if I need whatever, I've been doing this for 10 years. I, it will be there when I, you know, when I get back, and I'm not gonna miss that's, out. That's what I'm scared of. It may not be there when I get back. Maybe people forget over those three weeks. I've always had. But see, but what what does that say about your your ability though? You're a confident dude about your abilities on the mic. What does that say about how you feel about your ability? I know we talk about black men and confidence, but what does that say about your ability? People, you you're that forgettable that in out of ten years of product, <laughs> that's a good two weeks. Saying. That's a good way to push you it. You forgot me. Damn. That's a, friend, that's a good way to push it. But no. Um, nah, not even that. Not not are you gonna forget about it, but I know how people in this space are. Yeah. Because me being like we've talked about before, a hoarder of information. Like I, I know yeah. oh, you take two weeks off, people are gonna forget. Yeah. Like I could have been rocking with you for eight years, nigga. Your podcast ain't uploaded in this feed for the last two weeks. I'm moving on to the next thing to replace you. Yeah, that's do. in the back of my mind as well mm -hmm. so i know the requirements and consistency that it takes to be successful in this that's why that's one of my sensitive spots like when a motherfucker yeah. tell me mm -hmm. i see charlemagne doing this or i see bill simmons doing this or joe rogan doing it i don't really see you doing this ah shit now i gotta figure out how to do it the way that they do it so a motherfucker understand that i'm in the same space that mm -hmm. they in but do you want That's that one type of, my of fan? That I deal with. What do you mean? You want you want that type of supporter that says, "Oh, because two yes, weeks off." Absolutely. That's what drive that people like that drive me. 
I ain't saying that I need those people personally in my life, but I, I like people. I, I won't say you like I like. Fickle, you like fickle support. Not fickle, but I like when people challenge me. Like not out of a and, and not challenge me out of a place that it's uh, not in good faith. And what I mean by that, when I say not in good faith, not you're just challenging me to be obstructive or you're just challenging me because I I, I want to push against the grain, but I'm challenging you to be very obstructive to be like, no, 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 I see it. I know what they're doing and I'm holding you to the same standard of this is what you say you want to do. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but again, it concerns me, brother. Because <laughs> that you're you're on that thin thread of I have 10 years of product. I have 10 years of proof of concept. I and now I'm I, you've elevated now. Now you're doing features. And because Looking of the production. Yeah, so now because of these two weeks you're not around. I that concerns me on your mental break. They're going to forget me. They're yep, not going to but but but, 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 but I, yeah, okay. I feel so that I, way. I, so I, I'm I not going I'm not going to challenge you. Terrified. No, I'm not no, I'm not saying that so you will. I'm just yeah. being as transparent as you are. Yeah. I would be terrified, bro, to take three weeks off. I, I commend you for being in the, the the space in this to being like I can do that. I would that would scare the life out of like we've been on a break with dead end on the sports shit that we've been doing because football is not in season. Yeah, and it's really so not it's, a lot. It's of valid. Stuff to it's talk valid. About. Yeah, yeah. So like I, I we've been on break the last two or three weeks and that shit has been bothering me. Like now I'm sitting like, am I doing enough? Like what else mm-hmm. should I be doing? Like like yeah. I ought to be put a YouTube page out now since we ain't doing this. I ought to, <laughs> yeah. I ought to put some 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 IG yep. shit out now since yep. we ain't doing this. Just not being in motion in this space when I say, when I'm telling myself that this is the space that I want to be successful in, that scares me. So when niggas talking about and again I'm not please do not take this to wrong. Oh I don't bro we passing personal. I'm not judging you anything but when a nigga be like I need three weeks off boy that scares the shit out of me. Oh I hear you. I I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I I look at myself in that sense of like bro I mm-hmm. I don't even know if I would start back if I took three weeks off. See okay so that's a part of that's like the asterisk yeah. concern. That's it too. Okay. Like now I'm three weeks into something else and just how yeah. my mind works. Like, well, shit, now I ain't got time now to do I gotta this go stuff. back now. It's a chore. Now I gotta Facts. I hear Facts. you. And and for me, bro, trust me, the workhorse that I am, it it is quite the challenge. Like, cause even in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe I just make it two weeks. Okay, maybe I just make it one week. Or maybe okay, I'll still do some producing. Or maybe I Bro, no, understand I fully like expect you to be. I fully expect to get those sex messages. I've already promised. Yeah, like, 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 like that's why I say understand. It's like it wasn't like, it or, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm good this week, bro. I'm that's what I said, bro. That's like, <laughs> understand like the natural habit of us men. <laughs> I'm like, and then of course the success, like, bro, you can't just be cutting, like, bro, y'all just building. You gotta, but the realization is, bro, again, I, I, I'm at peace with. They gonna rock with it or they not. They gonna follow you or they not. They gonna listen or they not. If you know you are doing all that is in your wheelhouse, Spike Lou, Maurice, it's gonna work or it's not. And I can't govern myself on my own health, mental breaks, 
to say if I don't record or do this, if y'all if y'all go away and we're giving you the announcement and saying, yo, this is that. Now, if y'all go away and come back during the date, okay, cool. Then we knew he's like, okay, I'm away. Or if y'all continue to say, hey, we rock with y'all throughout whatever the transition. But if we give you the day, you say, oh, I'm out. Well, then that, that's on you. I don't want that type of support. I want a supporter in this space that understands life happens. I'm not I'm not getting the main. I'm not looking for the in this space. I'm not looking for your mainstream. Uh, uh, you got a hit. So I'm rocking with you. If you ain't got a hit, I'm out. I don't care I, if you don't do that. That's cool, bro. I, I can't. That's why gov- I fucked up at that's okay that's my though. Business mindset. And nigga walking out the door, I'm like, wait, wait, why he leaving? Right. Why well, you're he, saying you're your That's a part of your yeah. Wait, that's why your is stick. he leaving, bro? Hold on. Is something not working for you? Yeah, yeah. that's your stick. But but yeah. but and understand this, and I'm I'm not gonna prolong this because this is probably a good point of rapping, but like understand it took me a while to have this level of confidence to say, hey, yo, I, I need to do this. I'm gonna and I think that the show will be fine. I think trust me when i tell you like i wouldn't have never done this if i didn't feel the necessity of it and that i didn't feel that the people that come towards our show would understand yes if we in the industry they're gonna be like yo you can't do that no you can't take time out but guess what rappers take time off between albums actors take time off between movies and television three weeks bro that's not even a month that's not even 30 days you know what I mean? So I say this to you and you'll process take it where you want or you won't. You know what I mean? You you're gonna be spike loop. But understand if you get to that space, I mean I think now you probably are freed up a little more. So I think you'll be good as far as continue to being consistent as you've been. But if you feel the need and you get to that space, or you cause see I'm doing it before I get there. I can see where it's going. And I know I said I'm gonna stop it before it get there. Before I start, like you said, that changed behavior. I'm going to step back now if you feel that space at some point it's going to the show is going to keep pushing bro you are dope enough to say nigga i'm mike i can go play baseball and i can come back and get three that's the confidence i want you to be at i can go play baseball play for minor leagues and i'm still gonna come back and get three so don't you're absolutely right in it my ultimate goal what I strive to have in this shit, one of the one of them, is that these brands be standalone brands like mm-hmm. Sports Center. Like I don't need to be on on deck in order it, for it to be on deck. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the ultimate goal I look for that to be able to be two niggas that like hip hop, seeing the Animal Brown and Spike Lee creating, and we're just continuing it on in that culture. Mm-hmm. Just same thing with this. Another week in the books. I don't, I don't look for it to be where every week Mo or Lou has to be there. Mm-hmm. Like the brand like in itself. Yes, the brand in it. That what I'm striving for, and when I feel like I can take a break is when the brand in itself. When you can do it, or it ain't even me or you here. It's just another week in the books, and people are tuning in because I know what that brand means because Mo and Lou built it to that. So. Whoever they got doing it, whatever they got them talking about, it's gonna be sufficient enough to hold up because they built that brand in that. Same thing, like I said, with another week in the books, with on deck, like all that. I'm pushing for those to be self-sustaining brands where I ain't gotta be there every week. Yeah. Somebody who I respect a lot in business told me like that's the key to business. Absolutely. The key to business is is it being able to run when you're not there. 
Mm-hmm. I can be taking a vacation in Tahiti, nigga. And I know at 8 o'clock, this is going to happen. At 12 o'clock, this is going to happen. And at 5 o'clock, this is going to happen. And at the end of the day, this is the product that's going to come out. Because I've set the groundwork for it to be that. So yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't I don't look my ultimate goal is not to be here every week doing it. My yeah. ultimate goal is to building a brand to where people know what it is, just like sports center, just like the evening news. When I tune into this, I know what I'm getting. I know what I got when it first started. I know what they built it to. I know who they handed it off to and what they I know the people that they respect it to now. So yeah, you're you're right. Um I'm gonna Get my little PSA here, and then you can kind of tell the, the listeners what's coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, Spike. Oh, uh, so ultimately, what's going on as far as me? It's just in case y'all still not clear, because <laughs> sometimes people listen like, okay, I'm not. What did you? Say? I'm I'm not going to be on the podcast for a few weeks. Just so we're clear, I'm not gonna be on a podcast for a few weeks. I'm taking a mental break. Uh, I, I'm not gonna put the extra bravado. I'm not soft. I'm not weak. I'm not. I'm not putting the extra bravado on it. But because you know, dudes immediately they always like, oh, but nigga, I don't get it twisted. Like I ain't doing all that. But I'm taking a mental break because it, it's because you need I, it. I, I'm yeah, I need ain't it, and I'm reaching a certain. That. Ain't nothing uh, wrong with saying I need a break. I need it, and it, I, I'm reaching a certain mental threshold. And it's not just this show, but it's the outside factors too. So it, it's that um, I may be back after two weeks. I may be back after three. It will not be no more than three. Uh, that's a fact. So um, I want y'all to know the show is not ending. The show is not breaking up. Me there and Spike Lou. There is Lou. no beef. I know that would be a great storyline to create something in, in the industry. There's but Budden. yeah, there's, there's, Budden, there's some Joe Budden and Rory, to, you know. But we're not in that. Like, there's no beef. There's no issue. This show has uh, been great, and we're gonna. And when I when I come back, we're gonna continue to keep cooking. But I want y'all to. I want y'all to do me a favor. I want y'all to continue to come in, listen every week. It may be Spike and the guest. Or maybe we might have some more torn pages. Y'all never know. We keep something in the vault. So wherever Spike wants Absolutely. to take it, we got we got we got torn more torn pages, deleted scenes if you want to call it that. So it's always some stuff with that, and it's also also we got some some brilliant black men that Spike Lou would love to pick the brain of. So Spike, you want to tell them what you have in mind for the next few weeks of another week in books until I shall return. One thing I will tell them. Cause I'm not gonna be able to try to bother you on your sabbatical and ask you to edit and shit like that. So don't really be expecting the music. Don't be expecting the highly edited version of another week in the books over these next three weeks. Uh, because I'm not gonna ask Mo to edit. I'm just gonna be straight Jay Z, Lil Wayne Mo. Like we're gonna record it and we're gonna put that shit on on the track. Like it ain't gonna be a lot of production that's to this. <clears throat> But with that being said, over the next three weeks, man, I want to add some depth to what we're doing here. So a lot of the names that we mentioned, if it's Rich, if it's Bro, if it's Big Jeff, I want to be able to add those type of conversations to the catalog mm-hmm. when you're not here. So people get the personalities of the people that we're speaking of mm-hmm. would be really dope if i could get drawn here if he and i could figure out a schedule where i can take 40 minutes of his time to talk um 
and just I, I have some plans on some people that I want to sit in over these next three weeks. So what I would say is just the expectations. Don't expect it to be heavily produced with the music and the, the, the specialties that Mo adds. That's his own spice. But do expect it to be just as good as far as the conversation, as far as what we're talking about, as far as the elevation of the conversation amongst black men, as far as who I'm going to have on and what we're going to be talking about. You still get the show, just won't have that same production value. Yeah. He's absolutely right, and I and I'm gonna be tuning in. I'll be texting you in real time. Like I, I I really enjoy. I've enjoyed the times where I haven't been able to be here, and you recorded. I really enjoy what you could do because you are a professional. You're a gentleman and a scholar, and you're dope in this space, bro. So I I can't. I'm excited. Anytime you want to tell me that, I I mean I'm willing to open. I'm right. open to listen to. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, I, so I'm excited to. While I'm on a break side, I'm still tapped in, but like I'm excited to see where y'all take it. I love the conversation you and Dan had. It was a very interesting conversation. So, I, as well as you and Jeff, so I, I'm very interested in where you take it. Of course, we'll be in contact. That's nothing different. Um, I guess before we get out of here, what you got going on at this very moment, Spike Luke? At this very moment, man, another week in the books. Of course, you guys are listening now. Check it out every Friday. Good Earners, the season two finale. Those finale episodes are always good. Check me, Rich, and Mo out on those. Dead in sports. I'll be back. Training camps have just opened up. So we're testing out some new things. I'm actually coming up with some new segments that we will be able to try as a as a community there so i'm excited about that and producing some of the stuff for dead end sports and of course the on deck tv podcast every wednesday man the staple in what i do shout out my guy ab uh same old same old with me what about you yeah uh like you said good earners every monday mafia mondays I like to call it Melfi Mondays, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, really the, <laughs> oh my really god, bro, we That's just really had this pervy, great. Oh, here we go, here we go. We just had a great conversation. Now, perfect. That's crazy. See, you get me on people, man. <laughs> but um, shouts out to Rick. She's been checking out my podcast. But y'all that don't know, again, check out Roll the Audio Drama Series. Y'all, y'all not familiar with it. It is basically television for your ears. It's me. It's it's television with a blend of an audiobook. So it's the blend of the two. You can get all the sound effects and all that, but I'm doing the narration. I acted, I wrote it, produced it, uh curated, um scored it, I guess. That's probably the better word. Scored it, did the graphics, all it. This is my most proud product I've ever done in my life. I'm working on season. Still waiting four. on my invite, man. Stay away from my invite to be a This character. guy don't even know what the show is about. That's I don't. <laughs> I, just, I just know that my talent was, was something. I, I, I definitely think you would be a great talent to do, man. I'm just still waiting on my invite, man. I think you will be. You are Send a great talent. I tell you what. I do an audio book. You can do my uh. What is the what's the uh, you. you know what I'm talking about? Forward. That little intro part. The forward. The forward. Yeah. The yeah. forward. Yeah. Forward you you got book, it, bro. Man. You got it. But y'all go check out that role, the audio drama series, and that is all I have. Okay, we out.